Hey family, welcome to the Grabbing My Sword podcast. Here we are honest about our mistakes, we are open about our journey, and we are looking to be transformed through the word of God. I pray that this podcast will bless your soul, and I pray that you will enjoy it. God bless you. What's up family? Welcome to another episode of Grabbing My Sword I am your host, Tavon Bowman, and um, y'all, I'm a, I don't like the introduction. All right, let me start over. What's up, God's warriors? Welcome to another episode of Grabbing My Sword. I am your host, Tavon Bowman, and y'all already know what I'm going to say. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited to be doing yet another episode of Grabbing My Sword, uh, and I am so grateful for this. I just wanted to first, I always got to start off by saying thank you to everybody that supports, everybody that listens. Thank you for everyone that uh, sends me encouraging messages, and I pray that this podcast continue to bless your soul, and I pray that every single time you click on here and you listen, you get everything that you have been needing and been wanting to get from uh, the Lord. So, uh, once again, like I said, I'm your host Tavon, and uh, I got a guest, another guest on the show this uh, for this episode. My dear brother, um, been knowing each other for a couple years. Go to the same church. Yeah. But uh, like I always do, I'm gonna move out of the way. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Take however as long as you need. But floor is yours, brother. <laughs> Appreciate it, Tavon, man. Uh, I didn't really expect to to hop on a podcast today. My name is Jordan, Jordan Sensaball. I'm from Akron, Ohio, uh, born and raised, and uh, I've been on a a spiritual journey, and uh, I feel as if the Lord has been working on me, and, um, you know, it's crazy. I had text Tavon, was like, yo, let's link. Didn't think much of it, and, uh, you know, I had brought up, you know, Let's talk about, you know, relationships and God in relationships and, and not just relationships with, um, you know, like a man and a woman, but more so just people. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't think much of it. He was like, let's hop on a podcast. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Lo and, behold, lo and behold, I'm sitting here nervous, stuttering a little <laughs> bit. You know, I'm just trying to get the jitters out, but um, I'm definitely grateful. Um, I feel that as if, you know, the Lord, he does things for a reason. Sometimes you can't see why until you get into it, until, until yeah. you get through it. Um and so we're just going to go ahead and uh, get into it. So I'm, I'm following your lead, bro. Yeah. So um, I, the only reason why I said it because I feel like it, it's, it, it was something that could be a great conversation. I don't want to not record a great conversation. And that was really why, you know, I started podcasts because I sit down with so many people and we just have so many great conversations and people be dropping gems and stuff. And it's like, dang, what if, you know, what if we just accidentally re, uh, recorded that? But, um, yeah, like I said, we, we met a couple of years ago and, um, just had the opportunity right now to, uh, be doing ministry with you. Um, uh, I remember when I, when I really first met you, um, I wasn't, uh, a leader yet at the church or anything. I was just, you know, a regular, uh, somebody, I will. I still am just a regular somebody. Scratch that. Anyway, I, you, I know what you're saying. I know. What you're anyway, saying. I was on. I wasn't doing nothing, but it. I, well, I say that to say because uh, when when I was just in the back, you know, I was like, we really didn't conversate. 
mm-hmm. uh, that much. But uh, I just seen you. I'm like, man, this this is a quiet guy. And I'm an out, I'm an outgoing person. You know, you just always sit in the back with your hand, uh, arms crossed and stuff. You know, just Chilling. just by yourself. And then I just had to take that approach to like, you know, go go and speak to you and just just get to know you because you know, community. We need community, and as men and black men, we need to community with each other. You know, and uh, women, they are they are always together. But as men, we know we're just always by ourselves. So I'm like, man, let me go talk to this guy, see who he is, and uh, invited you out to City Blairs, and you started to come and stuff. And then that just moved on to you uh, get into uh, ministry, and it, and it's been a great relationship. You still quiet, but when you do, I can say that when you do speak, though, you <laughs> yeah. you 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 got you got that. I can tell that you sit back and observe, and then when you do speak, that wisdom that wisdom comes out, and I, I feel like that comes from you just sitting there and you observing the room, and then you you know you know you know what to say and stuff. So when you do speak, it it, it be it be powerful, bro. But yeah, you wanted to you wanted to talk about relationships. Now hold on, before we get there, okay. I remember when you had came up to me, I was like, yo, like. That's the first time anybody here really has came and like said what's up to the boy. Like, I was just like, all right, like what's up, bro? Like you know what I mean. And um, I've always been someone that like that speaks when spoken to. Mm. Um, I've always been that quiet guy. Um, just really observing, like you said, and it like this is I feel as if it's a positive stretch. Like Bishop was saying this past Sunday, you know, speaking on positive stretching, and you know sometimes you don't realize that you're in the back and you're like. You're, you're playing the back role, but it's mm-hmm. more so like the game, not the game, but just life in itself. People, um, they yeah. need to see you stretch. They need to see you grow. They need to see you as just an example yeah. um, of not just like a black man, you know, finding their way, but more so just a person um, developing and learning themselves and learning their relationship with God, especially if they're on that journey, you know, learning how to grow with Christ. Um, so yeah, like you had came up to me and I was like, okay, you know, like, what's up? And you ended up asking me to go hoop. I'm like, he hoop. I'm <laughs> like, man, I can't wait. Like, let's go. hoop. And we had, a, we came down here to Akron U, got in the wreck, man. And we had a ball. Like, I don't know yeah. if we won too many games. I think we won one game, maybe two. Nah, I, don't, I don't usually lose when I walk in. No, we did have a bad day that day. We had a bad day that day. But we, I, don't we usually lose. I don't usually lose when I walk to the wreck, but I think we did have a bad day that day. You didn't think I could hoop? I didn't know. It was more so. I, was like, I, 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 I go to the church. You don't think I can? You don't think I'm out here? I'm out here uh, hooping, getting buckets. No, no, no. Because I mean, shoot, you never really know it. You yeah. Know, until you get to you get to know someone, and then um. Yeah, and that and, and that that was really my whole you know I, idea of you know walking up to you, you know, getting to getting to know somebody for who they truly are, and I think that uh, as Christians and as believers, we get so caught up in knowing somebody out the four in the four walls of the church, we don't really take the time to really like get to know them, and that's the crazy part because um, who we are for two hours out of our day on a Sunday is not who we truly are. Not not everybody, you yeah, know. Yes, like, a lot of people they come makeup on, mask on. They're completely, totally different person. Then when you see them outside, you're like, whoa! Like two minutes after they walk out the door, like whoa! And and that's not even you know I don't want to say that as a shot to them, you yeah. know. But that's the truth. A lot yeah, of people like they come saw. in and they act fake. They act like they're this one person, but when they leave the church, they're a completely different person, and. 
I I even got caught up in that. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I I, I can, can I can I can, I can admit that. I, and then I can say like I I tried to cover up my sins. I tried to cover up you know what I did the night before and stuff. Or I tried to cover up like I didn't cuss or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to live a certain way, trying to live in a certain light and a certain view when I was in church. And then when I left the church, it was a completely different person. But I even had to sit myself down and say like, bro, we're being fake with who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I look in the mirror and I begin to be honest with myself, a lot of a lot of, now I know that the same person you see in church is the same person you're gonna get out of church. I'm goofy, I'm funny, I'm loud. Sometimes I could I could probably do too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you I can yourself. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I can be too quiet. I learned to like be myself and not try to work because for real, to be honest, I used to get so caught up in trying to impress the church people mm. that I, that I I made a another version of myself that I, who I and that's who I was not. But when I stopped trying to impress the church people and I just was being who Tavon Marco Demetrius Bowman is, then that's where you know I learned to positively stretch like bishop talked about you know another dimension yeah stretching to the right direction of my life where i needed to go but you know a lot of people they go to church for those two hours three hours however long it is they try to act like this person that they're really not but Mm -hmm. that's that that was never me but you know that's what we need we need to know people outside of the church if you're going to know when you start to learn me outside of the church then that's when you can start knowing what i need help with what i'm gifted at and what we can grow in mm-hmm. but if you only know me for those two hours you're never going to know how you may impact my life or how i may impact your life you're never going to know how much of a relationship i have with jesus how much of a relationship i don't have with jesus right some people they only read the Bible one time when he puts the message on the on screen. The screen. That's the only time they read. It. They don't go home and open the Bible and let it read you. It's like, you know, you have the intention to read the Bible, but the Bible reads you. Yeah. Like, you never really know what someone's going through. You don't know, you know, who someone is until you get a chance to just like get away from all the noise, yeah. all the just the scene you know what i mean and, and like like it's it's so true you, you get out of church and you're like man what now let's go to mustard seed like you know let's go get something to eat you know let's let's whatever if i can catch you on a tuesday catch you on a wednesday you know that's cool you know as long as you're like starting to build a relationship if you haven't you know what i mean and that's something that like i had to start doing because i realized i was like man you know like i got friends but friends aren't like necessarily always around yeah. you got to like make new friends you got to like build new relationships and find people who are excuse me but resonating with what you're you're standing in and that's faith for me right now and um that's where i was like you know let me reach out to my brother like you know what i'm saying and get some time to just chill hang out right. whatever it is you know what i mean and yeah. um grow yeah and I, and I had to learn that as a, a leader too um I, i'm always vulnerable on the show so i can uh I can talk about how, like, there was a point where I, you know, I wanted to quit leading City Blazers. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't making an impact. I, I thought like Ari was wrong about picking me to to be a leader. Um, we, I felt like we was not growing, and I got so caught up in looking at. I got a friend who's out. Uh, he's a youth pastor in Texas. He got four hundred members, young members. They showing up on a Monday night. 
Y'all like, dang, 400 on a four, Monday? On a Monday night. And I'm saying, like, dang, why we can't have that? And I'm I'm expressing it to him on the phone. And I'm just going on, and I'm complaining, and I'm saying this, and I'm saying that. And he stopped me. Mm-hmm. He said, you're doing a lot of complaining. You're doing a lot of pointing fingers. He asked me the question, how much time do you really minister to them? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? How much time do you really spend getting to know them? Like pouring in. Do you do you text them during the week, see how their day was? Do you text them to see how school is going? Mm-hmm. If like they're in the sports or to something, do you go to their games or if they dance or anything, do you go and cheer them on? How much are you really pouring into them? And when I stopped and I looked at it from that as- aspect, I had to say I'm not really pouring in. And that's where um, I really got my uh, – my word of the year all in and for our our vision of city blazers being all in was from that if you're going to really do this you have to be all in and when you're having relationships with people you have to be all in you have to be intentional when i when i looked at it from that aspect if i wanted people to show up i have to show them that i care yes caring is in my heart i love people i love to sit down and have conversations like this I love to hear about people's lives, hear about them, mm-hmm. because I know the more I know about you, the more I, and the more I hear from you, the more I can find a way to either impact your life, bring joy to your life, bring peace to your life, and e- even learn from you. You know, I don't have to always be the ones p- impacting. You can probably impact me, you know. So when I looked at it from that aspect, then that's when I had to learn, like, I have to do more pouring in. So I spent, like, the next three days after that just texting every city blessings, knowing, like, who they who they really were. I, one kid, I'm not going to say his name. One dude, he, like, he was telling me how, like, school was going bad for him. Like, he was feeling this stuff. And if, if he never told me that, that kid looks smart. Like, that's a smart kid. Yeah. If you never told me that, I would think, like, this dude getting straight A's. Mm. But when he told me that, I'm like, whoa. And I had to tell him about it. So I'm like, bro, you're too smart for that. Right. So then after that, after I figured it out, every sing- after every single month, I if I see him in church or I text him, how's school going? How's that going for you? Is it going good? He's like, yeah, it, it's definitely got better and stuff. So that made me realize that being a leader is more than just picking up a mic and preaching. And it don't take a lot to be a leader. It, it's simply as simple as just speaking to someone. Let them know that they're noticed. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, at church, people who don't always go to church and they get a chance to get into the house, it's like, when you see them once, it's like, okay, like, you know, that's what's up. I'm, I'm glad to see you here. And then you see them a couple more times. It's like, okay, like, you know, I see you, you, you're trying to find yourself and try not necessarily find yourself, but just find yourself with God. Yeah. And, like, you never know what happens when you walk in those doors. And for this example, like, you know what I mean? You got, bruh. He walked in and he you didn't even know he was he was not encouraged. You poured encouragement into his life. Right. You kept you reminded him who he was. Yeah. And that's nothing but God, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's you being selfless and allowing yourself to to love and be um just a vessel. You know what I mean? I got some notes here. It says, uh Proverbs seventeen, seventeen. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. You're a, you're a brother in spirit with him. You know what I right. mean. He didn't even know that. You didn't even know that. Yeah. You know, and that's what's up. And now you you know you can check back in, and it's like school's well, everything's good. Like I'm, he's he's in a better place because you simply poured into him. All right. You know, I think that uh, sometimes we get too carried away with uh, the input versus the output. We're not. We're so focused on what we can get out of something that we're not putting anything in. Mm. You know what I mean? 
It's like, what are we putting in into our relationship with God? What are we putting into our relationships with others mm -hmm. that we're able to be like, I'm not even expecting anything to come out because I'm de I'm depositing so much in that I just want to see better. Mm. It's like a bank account. You want to yeah. put more in. You want to yeah. see it grow. You know what I mean? You want to pour into your friends because you want to see them grow. You know, it's like God's poured so much into us naturally. Right. We haven't even thought about it just because he wants to see us grow. Yeah. And it's like that same love that he has poured into us. It's, it's not necessarily like, a, how am I going to put this? Okay. It's like this. He wants to pour into you. So out of love, it's only right that you pour into someone else. Yeah. You know? Because otherwise, you're pulling from them. And the more you pull from them, the more they're pulling away from you. And you don't know if that's pulling away their relationship with God because they saw God in you. Mm. But you put in enough, just enough for you to want to pull out. Mm. You didn't let them pull in, pour into you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know where I'm going with that. But I just, <laughs> I, just I don't know. But it just, it just came out of mind. And yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. I, I kind of just... Well, I, I, I like that and what i when i picked up with what uh you just talking is that uh relationships require you to be unselfish definitely if you want to have a a good relationship with somebody you have to be willing to be unselfish Entirely. the bible talks about um um i'm paraphrasing basically putting people above yourself you know mm -hmm. don't think of yourself first when you think of uh, others put others before you i can't remember where which bible uh which book of the bible is it's in i think uh i think paul it was in one of the books that paul wrote um paraphrasing I, I believe it is but if you really want a relationship with work you have to be willing to sacrifice mm -hmm. you cannot be selfish in your relationships because if you are selfish in your relationships guess what people are just going to think that you're using it mm-hmm and there was a season in time in my life where I was selfish in relationships. Me too. I was, like, when I tell you selfish in, no, I, we wouldn't even call them relationships, okay? I would call them, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I was selfish. <laughs> I was selfish in those because I was in this, and, and, and it came from a season where I was hurting. Because I know me, if I, if I was never hurting, I would never, you know, I did those things, but because I was hurting, because I was so tired of being alone, I went out and I done selfish things where I would use people for their time just to satisfy my needs. Mm -hmm. And it's really when we're hurting where we do the most damage to others. Hurt people, hurt people. Yes, when we're hurting, we do the most damage to others. Yeah. If we were, ne if we're not hurting. We're probably the most love, lovable, caring people that you uh, that 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 were created. That's what we were designed for. Yeah, to, to love, serve, to love, serve, serve protect, care, all that. All of but it. when we're hurting, that's when we go into this defensive magnetic, uh, this this defensive mode, and we think of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I know in relationships, sometimes I can really get defensive. People ask me sometimes, like, why, like. Why are you always angry and stuff like that? It's not that necessarily I'm angry sometimes. Like, I just feel like I have to defend myself. I, Me personally, I don't know where it came from. I guess growing up, probably I could 
you know, people, I, I'm not saying I got bullied in school, but, like, you know, people just, like, try to attack you for who you are. So, I always, like, felt like I always had to defend myself. So, I, it probably came from that. But, like, I was, I've been defensive a lot of times. And I've seen the change over my life now where I'm not really that defensive, but I'm going to still take up for myself. But, man, it, it, it took a lot of work. But yeah, selfish selfishness will not help the relationship grow. It will not help the relationship with your friendships. It will not help the relationship with your uh partners. You never want to go into a relationship where it's all about me, 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 me. Right. You're always constantly talking about you. You never take the time to what's your accomplishments? How are you doing today? Like I hate when I'm talking to somebody about something and they just make the conversation about them. It's like, well I I did this. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think this. It's like, bro, there's so many eyes. I, like, I only got two of them, my dog. <laughs> I hate when I'm, I'm venting to somebody and they be like, oh, I I know how you, like. Man, I, they they just hit you like, oh, oh I've been I feel there you, before. bro. Like, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I've like, been there you, before and stuff like, and they, and they oh. talk about their stuff like. And yeah. that's, that's the issue because I even have to catch myself doing that. Sometimes when we're being empathetic or sympathetic. We don't have to necessarily say I've been there with you. I seen this video and it was so powerful. Um, where uh they was talking about empathy and this person ended up in a dark hole and instead of the person saying like I've been there before, they just got down in the dark hole with them. And that's what sometimes we need. And that's why Paul says that's that deep. that when Paul talks he said, Rejoice with those who rejoice and uh cry with those who, who cry. He never said nothing about talk to them about it. Sometimes somebody just needs you to sit there and cry with them. And I talked mm-hmm. about this on my very first episode, well, my second wow. episode of the first season where I had a friend in Tony. Where Tony, when I was expressing not wanting to live no more, Tony didn't say a word. But Tony cried to me. And it was Tony's tears that spoke more than what his words could ever speak. It was his tears, his action that he showed me when he seen me in my dark place that spoke to me more and showed me how much he loved me. He didn't have to say a word. He didn't say a the, word. The fact that his tears spoke, the, the fact that his tears was coming down his eyes spoke even more. So I, I, I really hate when people, you know, they come into situations and they just be so selfish with, and, with that. And it's not that they're even trying to be, but they a lot of people. Yeah. And I catch myself when I'm talking to somebody and they're expressing it something to me. In my back of my head, I want to say, I, I know how you feel. Sometimes I want to say, man, I, I've been in that same situation before. Mm-hmm. I want to say those things, but then I was like, don't say that because it's going to turn around. It's going to flip like it's about you. Yeah. Sometimes when people are venting, just let them vent, hear them out. You don't have, it's okay. Ooh, come on. It is okay to look at somebody after they vented to you and say, man, I don't even have the right words to say to you right now, but I think you were sharing that for me. It is okay to do that. You do not have to try to make up words to 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 say back to them. I I did that before too, because you know I'm like, oh, I'm a I'm a young minister, and God gave me the gift of preaching. I know my words got power. And I know how much my words can impact. When I listen to some somebody, sometimes I was I was not listening to them to 
respond but i was listening to them to react yeah and because i was listening to them to react i was picking up on certain words that they were saying and then i was in my mind as they're speaking to me i'm thinking about what i'm already going to say next that i stopped actually listening to them and i only run with the one sentence that they said to me not knowing that they said a whole bunch of other stuff that was important too but because i was listening and trying to get my words together it took away from me to really have a true impact on him. And there was probably a lot of people that left our conversations like, he didn't just hear nothing I just said. Yo, I feel the same way. I, like, I've, I have literally listened, like, in a conversation with someone, and they're talking to me, and then I'll say a word, I'll say something back to them, and it don't have nothing to do with what they said. And then I'm <laughs> like, man, I was not listening. And then I sit there, I'm like, wow, like, what can I do better to make sure that I don't do that no more? Because it's not like I I don't want to listen to them. It's more so like I have to find a way to stay engaged. You know what I mean? Because you can get so lost in trying to think about what you're going to say while they're talking that you don't even realize what they've said. And then you don't have anything to say. Yeah. And then the conversation goes dry immediately because it's like they don't feel that same energy that they were giving you. They were they were willingly opening themselves up and they were hoping that they could get that kind of reciprocation. Yeah. And I think that's like that's super important, especially when you're like establishing relationships. And, and that's and, and that's like why you're young, too. You know why you're young, like everybody loves to be able to talk. And as you get older, you start to realize, like, you know, people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. So when you're actually interested in trying to you know make friends and build relationships and get to know people ask them questions like keep them talking like get get them to a position where they're comfortable to the point where they can be like so what do you think about it like and you know and you can pour into them and then they can like pour back into you because they understand that you listen to what they said and not not necessarily assumed or try to like just respond with something to say to like just make it seem like you was listening it was like he was actually thoroughly engaged with what i had to say yeah and to go back to um you know you you speaking on being selfish like you know sometimes i don't think i think there's a difference between understanding and comprehension and when there's someone that is speaking it's because they're trying to be understood Mm. and like when you can comprehend that it's then like that selfish wall goes down because then you're like you know how you said like i feel you or like i know where you, like i've been where you've been at like you know i i read this in this book one day um it was like you don't have to say necessarily those kind of words you can simply hit them with the like i'm sorry you're going through that mm. like like i not and you know being in church, we can go back to the church on this one. You know, people be like, I'll be praying for you. Like, I'm going to be praying for you. But sometimes people don't be really praying for you. Oh, no. If I tell you I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you. You know, and you need people like that. I'm, you truly I, I need people say, like that. I don't say I'm praying for you and not go pray for you. Yeah. I really, like, if I text somebody, I'm praying for them, I don't start praying right then and there, I feel that conviction. Bro, I've like, that's where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? I'm praying for them right now. Like, whether they hear me pray over their, over their life right now or not, I'm praying because... I know that, like, in, in one way or another, what you give is what you're going to receive. And you yes. may not get it back from that same person. Yes. You're, you may be getting it from somebody that you see them in a parking lot. You might be walking up and down the street, and, and you just connect with somebody. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through. You know, they they might be looking in a, a situation that you hope that you never get into, you right. know. But they might pour into you, 
it's so crazy how life works like that. Yes. Yes. Man. So, yeah. So don't be so thirsty to respond. Yeah. <laughs> if you take your time and just listen, it, it the information that you need will come to you. And that, and and that's the best thing you want, right? When you're trying to figure somebody out, listen. <laughs> the best way I figured out people, and I knew if this person was going to be in my life for long term or short term, or if we're going to have a great relationship, or we might need to end this right here, is because I listened. I, I sometimes like I allow people to talk so much that it took me only an hour to know the type of person that this person is mm-hmm. because I just I just listened. Right. I could tell if they was a stuck-up person, if they was a petty person, if they was a childish person, if they was somebody that was working on themselves, if they was truly uh, a, a faithful, loyal, trustworthy type of person. I can figure it out because I just listen. I I under I I I gain understanding for why they might have acted the way they acted, are acting the way that they are acting, mm. why they carry themselves the way that they carry themselves, whether they're quiet or they're loud because they might just be one attention seeking because i just listen and that's the powerful tool we, tool we got and that's why we got two ears, got two ears. and one mouth yep because you got eyes to see you got ears to hear you have one mouth to speak you know when i pray bro like i asked god to see through me see for me to hear for me to allow me to listen yeah. and to speak for me because let our free will get to run in their mouth. If I speak for myself. If I speak for myself, all hell can break loose. It's yeah. crazy. When you when you want to be when you want God to just be with you, it's like, bro, like and we don't need that. We don't need to speak for ourselves. I know I don't need to speak for myself. No. God can explain. God can speak for me. Because I know we're speaking for myself, God. Hey. <laughs> But uh, earlier, <laughs> I want to piggyback because I was listening, and you was talking about your development with your relationship with uh, God. What does that look like to you? I think that what does it look, sorry What does it look like for you? For me, it's removing myself, detaching myself from everything, and allowing Him to show me what He wants me to see. Like not overthinking And I have dealt with overthinking I've dealt with anxiety I've dealt with trust um, And I've had to really pray about that About those things And as I've done so He's challenged those areas Mm. And that's I think Where I've had to heal You know I had said hurt people hurt people But you know after you've been hurt and, And you're awakened to you know what God wants you to see it's like he's healing you through those challenges yeah. you know what I'm saying like where I'm overthinking it's like God like I know I'm overthinking about this like but I need you to really help me to be able to calm myself down so that I can see things for what you want me to see them as not not anything that's a fantasy me creating scenarios in my mind it's more so what's reality God like what is it that you want me to to understand and when he shows it to me, it's like, oh, okay. And then because I did that, because I allowed him to show me that, it's like I gained trust. Mm. And then my anxiety went away, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like I had saw you um, after church or you had, you had told me you had a dream about me. I'm like, 
Yeah, dream about me. What are you talking about? Was, and I'm like, I had to ask. I'm like, what happened? Like, I thought it was gonna be something crazy. He's like, you know, we in the water, and it's like we we battling sharks or something crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But you were like, we were eating eating, eating uh, Philly cheesesteak. I'm like, a Philly cheesesteak yeah, that actually like sounds fire. I'm like, bro, I haven't had one of those in a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. So I, I, you know, I caught you outside, and I was like, "Bro, look at the Philly cheesesteak." And you, and, I, and you, you, I don't remember what you said, but it was just like, I was overthinking, like, why was he having, like, why was he thinking that? And and then I was like, "God, what is that?" You know, and, he, and it's just simply like, hang out with him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, he invited I, you. I feel like that was the sign. Yeah, I, I picked right up on. It. I'm like, I started overthinking. I'm like, for what? And then I was thinking like, what's going on? Like, what's about to happen? You know? And then I was like, trust God. Like, I felt that. Like, I, I felt like it was spoken to me. Trust God. And positive stretch. You know, the yeah. sermon was crazy. Yeah. Um, if y'all haven't checked it out and you're on, fo- you're on Facebook, go to City of Joy Enrichment Center and listen <laughs> to the sermon. What's today? Uh, the 25th. I love the shout outs. Hold on, dog. You got to say. You gotta, Bishop Maceo. You got you to gotta tell <laughs> what day it actually it's, is because uh, it's not going to come out the same day. Nah, you got you to gotta catch it. It was from uh, 521, 2023. I love the shout outs. Positive stretch. Bishop Maceo Smith had a word. That's all I gotta say. And uh yeah, from there I was just like, Yeah, let's let's hang out and here we are doing a podcast and my I got to overthinking on on here and it, it was really like you know, you're asking me, you know, what's that relationship like with you and this trust and God? Like it's yeah. so hard sometimes to like when you don't necessarily see him in a physical form, it's like the spirit is real. You know, and allowing that to happen and, and me, in a sense, expressing myself in this way. I've never done it before, you know, but I feel like, you know, because God works through you. Yeah. He allowed you to, you know, put me there to to stretch. Like, so not only am I thanking you, but God, like, I appreciate, you know, the blessings that you put on Tay. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Just for the the time that you've put into his, his life to uh, make him available to create this platform for those who just want to express themselves you know god warriors you know grab your sword it's like i had to grab my sword hopping on the mic dog like for right. real <laughs> for real bro so yeah so uh, if so, that answers your question does yeah it, does it, it yeah okay so um i i love i loved how you you talked about um you're only healed through the challenge i i really do uh love that but i want to my next question um your trust in god mm-hmm. why was it so hard for you to trust in god like where where did it because and i i say why was it hard for you to trust in god because we we think about it as children you know there was a point in our lives where we were on fire for god and yeah. then there was a point in our lives where we was like cold as ice yeah so where 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 did this shift happen for you? You asked me about trusting God, and it wasn't that I I, I wasn't trusting people. You okay? So I would I wanted to also ask that because I I wasn't sure. I I just I said that because I I kind of heard you say something about trusting God, but I yeah. did want to also that was yeah. gonna be my next question. Come on, like that I like my, that you asked that question though because I, if that's gonna be my next question. If I hadn't got the chance to explain it, you probably been like, why didn't you trust God? Then okay. like, you know, yeah, like, what's yeah, up with yeah. him? No, nah, um. This is where it's like for me. This this is like a beautiful thing. This is what I cherish. Mm. Is that um, 
I trust God with people. I've had to learn how to trust God with people. This is like something that I would. He hit me with it, and I was like, "Let's talk about it." Whoa! I have to trust God with people. Let's talk about not because I, I never I never ran from God. Like I, I I got baptized because I got baptized at five years old, and I was like, you know, I got through life, and then I'm 25, and I'm like, I want to get baptized. Like I want to I want to get a little closer, and. I got in the water. He dipped me. Water was cold. But I felt so warm. He told me he was with me under the water. And since then, it's just like the level of like love that I've developed with God. It's just it's immaculate. Like and trusting God is like one of the best things anybody can ever do. If they don't now, like trust, like give God one percent. And watch him what he does with the ninety nine, and and then it's like trusting people, like but allowing like not trusting people, excuse me, trusting God with people, and letting Him do a work in them, and 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 like you seeing it happen, you know what I'm saying? Like watching you create this podcast. I didn't think I was gonna be on this, but I was at work one day, and I turned the podcast on. And God was speaking, bro. Like, and you know, now I'm here, and and it's just like it's a it's just wild, you know, when you just trust in God, the the amount of things that He does in your life is is amazing. Um, so yeah, that that's to answer that question about trusting God, and like I I never like not trusted God. My faith might have been not as strong one day than it yeah. was the next, but like my trust was still there. But you're, when you so when you talked about when you're talking about trusting God with people, you're you're and correct me if I'm wrong. You're essentially saying like I had to learn to trust God that He was going to send me the right people to bring positive impact into my life. That and those that may not have a like a, a true and genuine connection with God. Just like, you know, God will send you people to heal you, hurt you, love you, teach you a lesson, whatever, you know. So, so you had, to, so you was trusting God. Through it all. Even with the people. So you were looking from the aspect that even if this person is bad for me, it's still going to work out for my good. In the darkness, in the lightness. That's deep. In, in greatness, even in failure. That's deep. Like. That's deep. Through my good decisions, through my bad decisions, anybody involved, like. Anybody that I've ever crossed paths with, anybody that, you know, that it's just in, in general, like, That's deep. trust God with them. So when, when you first said that instantly, I, I, I just I just started picturing myself being back in my therapist's office and I was talking to her about, like, my frustration with people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm sowing good seeds into people. And it's like, I'm not getting that reciprocation back and she she's she's talking to me she says your problem is not what you're doing like you feel like you're pouring into people and they're not pouring back into you so you feel empty Mm. that's not the reason why you're empty the reason why you're empty is because you're expecting yourself from others wow 
And when she said, so when you say that, and when she said that, Hmm. I had to go into my closet. And I have to not trust God with people, but I had to learn to trust God instead of people. Wow, yeah, yeah. But in 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 essence that really is trusting God with people it's a word because what 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 began to happen was instead of putting my expectation in the people i put my expectation in God and what he would through, do through the people that's it if i put my expectation in people people will let me down because every time people are not human people i mean people are human and people are not perfect mm-hmm. people make mistakes People do stuff sometimes out of selfish ambition. They don't even think about what they're doing sometimes. And they just do stuff. Yeah. I'm that type of person. Sometimes I just be I just be doing it. Sometimes I be doing anything. You know, you ever just did something and you sit there and look at like, why that did was, I do that? That was anything. That was actually not smart. So when I flipped it and when I started to trust God and his expectation and when I when I put the expectation in God, mm-hmm. that's when I wasn't worried about what somebody may or may not do for me. I wasn't worried about whether or somebody was reciprocating energy back and forth to me. But when I put my expectation to God, my expectation was, okay, your word says those who sow shall reap. Mm -hmm. So if I'm sowing, and that means good or bad, Mm -hmm. but God, if I'm sowing love into this person, whether or not I receive it back from them, I know one day I'm going to receive this love back. Let me ask you this. Did you... Did you ever come to the realization that, like, when you say that, you know, you, what you sow is what you reap. So if you were sowing so much love, you you were pouring yourself out. You're pouring that love out. Yeah. And you weren't getting it back the way that you wanted to. When did it hit you that God was showing you love? Like, what was it like? You, you realized, like, God's been loving me in a whole other direction. Did you ever have, like, that kind of situation, like a moment where you were just like. What do you mean by a whole other direction? Because, you know. You can you can give one way, uh-huh. but then you'll receive it in another. another way. So did you ever have like did it ever click to you that like you know you you were expecting that same love back from that same person, but it was like you were actually being loved from another person or another direction? Did it ever like hit you like that? Yeah. Or what what was like a realization for you that when it like it hit you like wait a minute, I need to like let God. So. It it did hit me. Blessings came from somewhere else, but it also showed me something that when I was pouring out my love to somebody mm-hmm. that was important to me, it showed me a couple things. Number one, it showed me that this person is incapable of loving you the way that you love them. Number two, it showed me that this person might not be capable of loving you back right now because they're going through something. I've I've experienced that in a relationship. Where I was loving on to loving on somebody, and because they were hurt and so guarded up, they couldn't give their love back to me the way that I would have hoped. Mm-hmm. And number three, it showed me how God feels when He pours out His love on me, and I don't love Him back. What God was showing me is how He feels. Mm, when he's wow. loving on me and I'm not giving him that love back. God sometimes That's will so invite us to feel what he feels. That is so real. Because he, he's a jealous he is a jealous God. He is a jealous God because it, of the way that he designed us and what he wants from us. Like 
you pouring so much love into a human flesh when you could be giving it to a spiritual flesh. Him. Yeah, you could be giving it to him. Abba. He, he, sh- he showed me how he feels. Man, what did it feel like? Like, it's could so, you describe if, that? It, it hurt. What God was showing me is that, Tavon, when you don't love on me, it hurts. It hurts me. It breaks my heart because I know you. Mm-hmm. I know that you love me. I, I, I see your heart. I see the potential in you. I see how much you really want to love me. Mm. So it hurt because I, cause God had expect, just like we got expectations to him, God has expectations of us. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he created us to worship him. That's his expectation when he created us. So it sucked for me when I was loving on somebody that wasn't loving on me back because I had an expectation. It's a command. I just, I don't know how, but when I... Turn it back on. One of the verses that I had, I took a couple of notes, y'all. I, was, I didn't know how to come prepare, so I just tried to put something together. <laughs> y'all, he like, got notes. I never had notes, but <laughs> hey, he got them. Somebody like, got to have them. I got to stay on track. I got to make sure you know, we, don't, we don't get too far off. Uh, um, however, though, uh, John fifteen twelve it says, my command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. It's a command. Yeah. So when we don't follow, we're not obedient, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. That person hurts us, but it's God hurting us. Yeah. Cause you still you you trust God. If you you know you trust God, then it don't matter what happens if you if you trust God. So because you're not giving Him what He needs from you, that obedience. I've been there before, bro. Like truly, being with a a, a woman in the past, and I was pouring the love that I should have been giving God. He turns around and breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I had no choice but to run back to God. Right. And, and I know and, I, I, I did just say I know how that feels, but no, 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 I no that's genuinely different. that's different though. That's different. Like I felt myself in your shoes when you said that. That's why I had to, I'm like, there has to be some substance right here. And then my command is this: love each other as I have loved you. Yeah, that's so real, bro. Yeah, but it, it it definitely sucked, and that's what God showed me. Like when you're when you don't worship me, when you don't pray to me, when you don't take the time to talk to me that hurts god god has a broken heart because at the end of the day all god wants a relationship with us he wants to be connected to us mm-hmm. he does not want us to be disconnected from him god that's why he sent his son he the his only begotten son do you know what that means his only begotten this means he begotten that jesus came from god he only had one son he didn't have a daughter he didn't have a, a twin. Uh, he didn't have another. He didn't have sets of twin. He has one son. So much power to have him c- conceived as of a virgin. Bro. And he had and he had to tap his one son that he had and say, "Listen, I want to have a relationship with these people, but it's not working. I I have to send you down hmm. into the world to die." He God turned his back on Jesus while he's on the cross. Jesus said, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? If God mm-hmm. never turned his back on Jesus, he probably turned his back on us. God had to turn his back on Jesus so that he would never turn his back on us. For that me. moment when Jesus was hanging up on the cross, mm. dying, he's literally dying. He's, out of blood. Blood is pouring out of him. At that moment when he's dying, 
God had to turn his back on him so he would never turn his back on me. Jesus knew of all of this, and he still went to that cross. Mm -hmm. So God wants a relationship with us. So it it hurts God to see the drug addict. I'm about to, I feel like I'm about to start preaching. I hope it. I don't start crying. It hurts God to see the alcoholic. It hurts God to see the person step into sexual immorality because they're trying to find love. My mm-hmm. God, I've been there. Trying to mm-hmm. find uh, identity. Trying to find that comfort and that joy through that. That the void. Trying to fill that void instead of going to him. Yeah. God, God, God sees that. Mm. God, God sees the one that runs and tried to make all of these friends. God sees the one, that one that is, is so caught up in social media because they want that praise and that applause that they got to have everybody following them and they only following two people. God, God sees all of that. Yeah, he sees those people that need that validation. God sees that person yeah. that if they don't have the, the numbers to back up, they don't feel well. If they don't hear people congratulating them, they feel, I almost said the S word, they feel terrible or defeated. God sees that person. And what God is saying to those people, man, if you just take a moment and drink from this living well, you'll never thirst again. You'll be satisfied. The cup will run over. Your, your cup will run over. You'll be satisfied. if you. When he was talking to the woman at the well, mm. he says, you're on your sixth, your seventh husband. Because you're trying to go from person to person to be satisfied. But true satisfaction only comes through the Lord. And he sees that we are trying to fill the void. And we can. the void will never be filled until we turn and go to him. God like turned his back on situation and everything we God do. turned his back on Jesus so that he would never turn our back on back on us but we are turning our backs on him and the question I want to propose is will you stop turning your back on Jesus will you start stop stop turning your back on the one Mm-hmm. That died for you on the one that wants to love you on the only like I, it's a lot of people in this world that say yo I, I I I I love you but do you know how powerful the word I love love is when you tell somebody you love them the Bible talks about you're willing to give up your life for them I don't just tell anybody I love them it takes a lot out of me to tell you I love you I will show acts of love to you I will yeah I will love show is kindness you. love uh, yeah I will show you what love is love is kindness love is patient love is all it is I will yeah. I would do that for you but I love you once I tell you I love you I that that's me telling you I will give you my everything I will give up my life just so that you can live on once I tell you I love you so I don't just tell that into anybody mm. I'm very very, 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 very careful of who I tell all of it. Because once I, it's my obligation now. To put myself in. In place, in place mm-hmm. of you so that you don't feel like you hurt. So people, they, they, oh, I, I love, they throw that around. No, 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 no. There's only one true person that truly, truly loves you. Right. And when you see his love for you. Then you'll be able to see 
if others really, really, truly, truly, truly love me the way they said, because he laid down his life for me. So if you truly love me, are you willing to lay down your life for me? Are you willing to in anybody? I promise you, anybody that I ever said, I, I pray that I've never been in a situation where I got to give my life for anybody i'm just even though i love them <laughs> even though i love my god i know i'm talking i'm not talking out the side of my neck i'm really being truthful but god i just pray please don't ever put me in that situation because then i'm gonna have to eat my words please but any, any anybody that i say i love i am willing to run through a brick wall for them i'm willing to cross an ocean to save them i'm willing to step into their hell willing to sacrifice yeah i'm willing to to sacrifice i'm willing to step into their hell if they made a bit of hell i'm willing to get into hell with them we might burn up together mm. but you gonna know that you got a friend that loves you mm -hmm. you got somebody that truly 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 cares about you you got somebody that will go through anything with you why because of this commandment love others as i have loved you and through my life, I have seen how Jesus loved me. That he was willing to step into any and every situation with me. Without hesitation, without thinking about it, without being a condition, make it on, put it on conditional terms. He just he steps in and he fills that void. He reassures you. Of who he is and the power that's in his hand He allows you to feel the pain To feel the hurt So that he can show you Ways that he can heal you So that he can continue to Show you how to love him As he loves you And not only that but He heals you so that you can love His children too I think we get so carried away In culture And what we see on social media that it's cancel that they're they're done their good is dead they're this they're that i mean are, who are you to say who are, who are you to condemn i mean it, it it goes as deep as judge others and you will be judged so if you know it, it goes there and when God has nothing but love for you, why can't you love him back but love his people too? Whether they hurt you or not, because God's forgiven you. That's where having repentance and asking for repentance, it, it draws us closer. Because we're turning from those sins, we're turning from the pain, we're turning from the, from the, the vices, you know. Allowing ourselves to be open and free and cleansed, not only that. So that we can continue to gain that relationship to continue to, to continue to build and to find friends in Christ that we can grow and develop with so that we can you can be there. You know how to be there for someone. You yes. know what I'm saying? When it comes, it gets it gets dark and somebody's dealing with the pain that you have felt at that time. And, and Tony, your boy, Tony, was there with you in his expressions through his emotions, not his words, yeah. allowed you to. To be reminded and and that was more than likely god showing you his hurt mm. i probably would have cried too bro like mm. I, it's it's like man you don't want to ever see anybody go away you know what i mean you don't want to see nobody take their life or 
have another man, God forbid, take another man's life for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's it, it doesn't add up. It doesn't it does it's not justified. And when you uh allow you allow God to just grow and work on you and in you, it's crazy the doors he opens up for you and, and the things that he shows you because he had sent his son here to die for us so that we can be closer to him. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Um it's sometimes hard to believe, but it's true. That's how God works. Yes. Man, this has been great. Works in mysterious ways. Works in ways that you would never even imagine. But you're never gonna experience that until you give up control and just learn to trust him. Gotta let go. And just learn to trust him. Yeah. If you want to experience it exceedingly abundantly and above all that we we can ask or think of, you got to be willing to let go. Submitting into Christ, submitting into God, submitting into his word and and praying and talking to him. And not only talking to him, but allowing him to talk to you. You know, learning, learn to trust in God. That takes time. That takes time and it takes dedication. But I promise you, the more that you back away and allow God to be God, mm-hmm. you're going to see him. And then that's just going to build up your testimony that when the next time you run into a situation, you're going to be like, ha, listen, I've seen this before. I know what God can do. I used to I used to be a complainer. I still am. Not as much, though. I mean, we all have something to complain yeah, about. We all, now, yeah, man. we're always going to spend that moment to complain. <laughs> but I used to complain. <laughs> I used to like throw those temper tantrums and phone or do not serve. I want. I used to get so stressed out. Now I really don't get stressed out no more. Why? Because I seen God work before. I seen God bring me out of situation before. I seen God be like, "Look at my son. He done messed up again. Let me <laughs> gotta go be God again. <laughs> I gotta go be." God over his life because Let's he go got to get dressed. <laughs> Let me do what I do best. I I seen God give me peace that surpasses all understanding before. So now when I find myself in a situation where I'm stressed out, God just give me peace that surpasses my that, that surpasses all understanding. That's my favorite prayer, not just for me but for others. When somebody tell me they stress out, God just give them peace that surpasses all understanding because I know if God can get, just give out peace that surpasses all understanding. I know that faith is going to go to a whole nother level. Because if I, if I got peace, okay, if I got peace that surpasses my understanding, right now my understanding is saying, yo, I might not make it out of this situation. But if my peace is on a whole nother level, I'm not even hearing the, the critics of my own mind. Forget the enemy's lies. I'm not even hearing the critics of my own mind. I'm not thinking about I'm, it. I'm so in tune with the fact that God gave me peace. I'm in my situation. Like, God's going to work it out. Blissful. I don't know what blissful means. but Bliss. This, <laughs> it's that like sounded good. Calm. Okay. You can't do big words with me. I, I'm not an English. I, you got math. We might have some. You can't be saying big words with me. Calm but, waters. It's like. And that only happens when you worship. Yeah. Worship calms me down. Worship calms me down. And I don't just worship to get something from God. Mm-hmm. I worship because I understand who God is. The things you've been through and the things he's 
gotten you through. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, when I worship in the midst of what I'm seeing, it's me telling my. It's me reminding myself that I know who God is. People, I, I seen this post the other day that prayer is not to ask for requests. Prayer is so that you can remind yourself who God is. Mm. I never heard that. That's good. Yeah, praise is giving honor to God. Mm-hmm. Worship is surrendering to God. Prayer is the reminder of oneself of who God is. When I worship, I'm surrendering whatever it is that I'm feeling in this moment to God. There were times where I was angry and I had to worship. There were times where I was sad and I and I had to worship. Mm-hmm. There were there were times where where I was stressed out and I had to worship. And there were times where I was dealing with anxiety where I had to pray. Yeah. And I had to say in prayer, God, I know who you are. God, I know how great you are. God, I know how awesome you are. God, I know that you have how big you are. I know that you are bigger than what I face. You are bigger than my situation. When I when I pray, it's my reminder. When I worship, it's my sacrifice. When I praise, it's my honor. And when you're praising through stuff, you're saying, man, I don't care what I'm going through. Man, let me I still you. honor and I still glorify God. I think it was the end of December, maybe early January. I um I was my last job, I was doing some work on the roof. Um and I was getting off the roof and the ladder was not latched down correctly and it slipped up underneath me and I fell. I was up about ten, twelve feet by the grace of God, I didn't tear my spine up. I just had a fractured ankle and a mm. fractured heel. My heel, my heel healed quicker than I would ever imagine. Yeah. But I couldn't walk. And I think I sent you the picture. Both my legs were wrapped up. Yeah. Man, went to the doctor. He gave me a boot I could walk in. And it was when I was allowed to put a, put a shoe on, on my left foot. I was like, okay. I had to get to church. I'm like, I'm going to church, dog. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm going to figure out how to walk before Sunday because I'm going to church because this is crazy. Yeah. And when I tell you, I never felt so loved by God. Like, I mean, I have, but his expression to me Mm. spiritually, when I I felt like I was by myself, like I couldn't do nothing but cry, bro. I was just sitting. I was just, I stood up and. I felt him holding me, and I couldn't help but cry. I cried like a baby. I cried like a baby, Tay. I was—I just couldn't believe it that I was standing on my two feet. Yeah. Um, and 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 just off of that, it, it just—it reminded me that it's okay to praise Him. It's okay to worship Him. I don't care what anybody's got to say. Yeah. I'm gonna praise God because you weren't there when I was going through it. It's it's. Like, you don't understand. Like, sometimes people don't really understand what people go through. And when you get through it, it's like they only see what you are right there. But they weren't there when it was it was slow. It was bad. It hurt, you know? Man, I was so happy I could stand up and walk, man. I almost walked down the aisle just to get my top, but I couldn't. I, I was like, I can't, I can't do all that. But it, it's... Man, praise be to God, you know. And it was that peace 
that surpassed all understanding yeah. that allowed me to just break down and cry. Yeah. Love lifted me. It's amazing what God will do when you just trust him. Love lifted me. The the love is it's unlimited. It's unconditional. It's unwavering. It's peaceful. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. Mm-hmm. It was his love. Really? That lifted me. Love lifted me. It's his love. That's power. That's pushing. That's pulling. That's motivating. That's stretching me through some some times. It's it's his love that that does not allow me to quit. It's his love, man. Yep. That says no matter what you done, no matter no matter what mistakes you made, I'm I'm going to show you that you are not your mistakes. You are not your yesterday. It's his love that is so patient. Like I don't think we understand how how great is his love. I don't the song says, love lifted me when nothing else could help. It was his love that lifted me. That's the way love goes. That it, it's, it's just amazing, man. When I look back over my life, I know I'm only 23 years old. But man, when I when I look at, at my life, man, God has always shown his love to me. When I look I, I when I look at over my life being in foster care and having a foster care parent that loved me as her own, it was his love. When I look at my life and I see how my stepfather loved me as his own child, it was his love. When I look at my life and I see how my family that's really not my biological my biological DNA blood type family when i look how they still call me nephew still call me cousin mm-hmm. when i looked at how they still give me things and buy me stuff and tell me happy birthday merry christmas i love you i realize that that is that's just all god's love that it does not matter if we have the same dna or not i'm still going to love on you because you are mine and i am yours that's love that's that's god's love that has adopted us into his family when i yeah it's nothing less when i look at when i look at my life all i see is god's love love bro all i see is god's love wow. i i shouldn't see his love over my life because i've done some things that that should have kicked me out of his family but all i see is god's love i shouldn't i shouldn't see his love because there were times in my life where i didn't want to talk to god but all i see is god's love i should not see his love over my life because i don't deserve it but i'm thankful that god says you can't do nothing 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 to deserve this love you can't do nothing to earn his love i'm just going to give it out to you it was his love even when i kept saying that 
saying, God, I'm done sinning and I still sin. It was his love. Even when I said, okay, God, I'm going to do this and I still didn't do it. It was his love. Even when I said, God, I'm going to change and I didn't change. It was his love. When I look at my life, all I see is God's love. God's love. We were supposed to talking about lust and some other stuff. We're gonna have to do a part two, but yeah, we're gonna have to get into that. All I see is God's love, because that's what love is. It's that's what relationships is, bro. It's love. God's relationship with you, your relationship with God, is His love. It starts with His love and it finishes with His love. His love. We go. We gotta do part two. Yeah, we might have to just do part two next week. We can do part two Sunday. We're going to have to do part two. Part two is coming. All I all I see is God's love. What do you want to leave the people with? We got we to gotta go. We, yeah. We got we to gotta go. We got to go. Oh, man. Trust God with everything that you do because he loves you. Um, I think that's. I'm not trying to, you know, think too hard. I'm, I'm just allowing it to flow um, right now. And I think that's really the main thing is whatever you go through, allow God's love to get you through it. Yeah. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're fighting, whatever you're recovering from, whatever you're growing into, allow it to be God's love that leads you. I think that's all I can really. I'm going to leave that there. What you got to say? For me, just look through your life and see God's love. Mm. I guarantee you that every person that listens to this, you can look back over your life and you're going to see at least minimal one example of God's love in your life. Mm. Tonight. Today, I'm saying tonight because it's 9 o'clock right now. But you might listen to this in the midnight hours. You might listen to this in the morning when you first wake up. You might listen to this in the afternoon, whatever. Take just five minutes and just think over your life. And I promise you, at minimum, I can bet $1,000 you're going to see an example of God's love. But we got to do part two. Yep. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into lust. I'm going to make sure <laughs> we get into lust and yeah, all a, that other other stuff. But, man, and this, this is why I love to just flow. It was so organic. This is why I love to just flow because you never know what God has in store. And I believe we're going to pray. I believe that this message was for somebody to just take a moment. And see how much God loves you. You, yeah, I, I feel that there is somebody today that they're saying that I don't think God loves me. I don't know if God wants a relationship with me. I don't feel like God wants me in his circle. I come against that lie that says that. Believe it or not, no matter the, the season that you're in, no matter the person that you are, God wants a relationship with you. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future so i don't care what your sin may be god wants a relationship with you tonight i pray that after you have 
heard this message, you've, you've gotten this far into the podcast. Right now, after this, I just pray that you will shut out all noises. I just pray that you will go into a quiet time. And I just pray that you would just listen. You will let the word, this podcast, dissect into your soul. You will let it marinate in, in, in you right now. And I just pray that you will just allow it to sit with you and just listen. And I believe that, that if you was not able to hear God before this, I believe right now that you are able to hear God right now. Just listen to him. He's about to speak to you. He's about to show up to you. You're about to have an encounterment with God right now. But what I need you to do is just to stop everything that you are doing and just listen to God speak. God, I thank you that you're speaking right now to somebody. I thank you right now that this person is beginning to hear your voice, God. And right now the tears are flowing and they're saying, wow, I'm, 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 I'm really hearing God in this moment. I, I, I just pray, God, that every single time they feel like they cannot hear you, God, they remember this encounterment that they had with you. That this day was the day that I heard from the Lord and I shall never forget it. I pray that God, as you begin to speak, they begin to listen and they will will allow what you are saying to fall on the good soil of their hearts. In the name of Jesus. We know that there are so many other soils that the word can fall on, but I pray that tonight the word falls on good soil. The good soil that even though the weeds may grow, even though that, that the fire may try to take out the soil, it will not leave the heart. It will not allow the enemy to come snatch the, the, the seed out. But this good soil will cover and protect the word deep down in their hearts. That when they feel themselves in the season where, and I mean not in the season, but in just in a moment where they feel like the word is getting away, Father God, yeah. the word is still right there. The word still works. The word is still working on the inside of them. And I pray that we know, Father God, that the blood still has power. What you did 2,023 years ago, you can do right now, God. Yeah. So I just pray that tonight you have your way. And they see that God's love was always over my life. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. It was your love. I believe that somebody will say that it was your love that lifted me. God, be glorified. Be magnified. Be lifted. I have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. I pray that souls are saved. Minds are renewed and restored. I pray that somebody has come into the knowledge and understanding of who you are. And I pray that somebody we delivered and breakthrough begin to happen. God, you get the glory. Honor and praise in Jesus' name. All of it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grabbing My Sword. I will see y'all next time. Peace out and love you.